bad. Do you like it? It looks nice, doesn't it? Hasmus tree? You match. You tell me that this tree looks bad. That same green set shirt that you've had on for a month now, you match perfectly. I I have two of these. (laughs) Where's the other one? I'll go find you. Yeah, all right, Hulk. Hold on. I'll go find it. You got got, um, got, um, purple pants on under that, too? No, gray. Sweatpants. You got you got the Hulk check on your Bonnie. Champion Hulk, Hulk giddy up. Yeah, don't get me mad. All All right. Right. Go, on, go on, moderator. Yeah. Go on, moderator. Two fifteen. Try to get this on the road. Chelsea, Huddersfield, Huddersfield, absolutely played off the park here. We're talking about Premier League match day seventeen. The first three games uh, were today. The rest of the games are going to be tomorrow. Uh, yeah, man, Chelsea absolutely making Huddersfield look like a bunch of little boys. During this game, the score should have been way worse than three-one. But you I mean, Conte must book. have uh, heard us talking over the weekend because who starts? Willian and Pedro, and with those two fellas in the game with Hazard up top, they look <laughs> fellas, dangerous. they look dangerous time and time again. Uh, those guys are too crucial to be sitting on the bench all year. Who doesn't well, uh, start? They, they, they started Bushwa. because uh, yeah, they started because uh, Morata was down. Bishwai doesn't get a Well, that's only one person out. You, you, play, you play Hazard at the number nine instead of Bashwai. I mean, it worked for them this game, but it was, it was, it was hilarious to see Bashwai not even get off the bench. Hazard, small guy in the field, plays up top. And then William Pedro supporting. But there's more attacking than he's played in, in weeks. The most attacking formation I've seen him play. Yeah, man, I agree. It was a shame, bro. That just goes to show you how little I think Conti believes in Mishi Bashwai, you know, to replace. I know Eden Hazard is a world-class player. This just shows that there's no trust there. Even if he does believe him, he doesn't quite trust him to lead the line of Chelsea. Um, and I don't know why in the past weeks he hasn't trusted Pedro nor William, but these guys have goals in their game, man. And they rewarded, they rewarded the team. They rewarded Conti after starting him. And, um, they, yeah, they were just slicing and dicing him, man. Chelsea, like my bro was saying, man, it was ugly. It was like a, a team being bullied in the rain. And it, it was hard to watch at times. If you yeah, it was ugly, man. It was absolutely ugly. Chelsea obviously played well, but I think the story is more Huddersfield just capitulating to Chelsea. It was like, oh, it's a cold, rainy night. It looked like the Huddersfield players weren't up for it. This is a team that beat Man United. You know, not to say Man United is the best team in the world or anything, but, you know, like, it was a Pogba, Pogba in the game. Like, so there are these big names in that game, and they managed to step up for that one. So it's like, what happened here? You know, they... From the first minute, they just didn't want any part of it. I'll tell and you that what first goal from Bakayoko came out of a slip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the goalkeeper. That first goal, man. They played yeah. well into the, the 23rd minute, and then a, a simple error by the goalie slips on the clearance, and Chelsea punished. But, Al, what about Chris Lowe there? He's, like, trying to heel, back heel with the outside of his left foot or something. or use the, Why not just use your right foot and get it off the line? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe the ball was behind True. him a little bit. But even that clearance, it was, it was a shit clearance, man. Like, you do anything to, to, to stop it from going in. It looks like he tried to use the outside of the foot, and that's something we're seeing a lot more nowadays. Players trying to use the outside of the foot a lot of the time when you can just be, make sure contact, use the inside of your foot and get it out. Yeah, it's it, those basics, man, that make you, you know, that's the difference between a hardest field player and like a top six player, a top four player even, that those little basic things, man, in the back line. Well, did anyone really expect Chelsea to lose this game? Uh, no. To lose in this past weekend. I'm surprised it didn't get even more out of hand. Yes, there was a there was a slip, there was a bad play, but at the same time, you're saying that Huddersfield played well for the first 23 minutes. I mean, 23 minutes is nothing in a 90 minute game. 
I, I knew that Chelsea was going to win. It's just one of those things where how many goals were they going to win by? They just have that pedigree. They just Huddersfield doesn't have the the talent to win again. They beat uh, what United? They're not they're they're not consistently going to beat well, top sixteen. You'd say the same about West Ham, right? That they don't have the talent to beat Chelsea, yet they did. So the EPL, uh, man, out would, of all the leagues in the world, it's one of those leagues um, where you never know. I would say that West Ham, on paper, has much, much more talent than Huddersfield. Just if we're going to be going by who's on the team. and I mean, hell. Okay, Joey, we're, we're, we're not comparing Joey, West Ham talk- and Huddersfield, though, are we? No, but, no, but are you're we, are we no, comparing but you were, Chelsea you, to them. You, you were comparing West Ham to Huddersfield because you said, well, you wouldn't expect that from West Ham. I, I think I'm comparing people- West Ham and Chelsea, and I'm comparing oh. Huddersfield and Chelsea. Oh, sorry. I thought you were comparing West Ham and um, Huddersfield because of West Ham, how they did. No, I'm just saying, dude, like on any given day, you can lose. Like I, you say that everyone expected. I, in my, my predictions, which I'm not doing so hot in, um, I, I thought that Huddersfield might nick one off Chelsea because I, I kind of saw like a downslope. I wasn't sure if Conti was going to rotate William and Pedro in. So I think because he did, they ended up getting this result. Well, yeah, you, man, Pat, go ahead, Huss. I was going to say, but you said any given day. Look, that any given day happened this past weekend. It's not going to happen consistently. A team like Chelsea is not going to lose two games in a row to a West Ham and a Huddersfield. I mean, Chelsea lost to Palace. They lost to West Ham. So they can lose to anybody. United can lose to Huddersfield. But I think recalling really to the starting lineup, something that we've all been calling for in our studio, get this guy back on the pitch. He comes on, two assists and a goal. This guy was electric. He was fast. He was exciting. He has to leave and come to United in January. Yeah, right. That would be great. I would, man. I would Chill. love that. But, yeah, it's probably not going to happen. But yeah, man, Chelsea TCB'd here. They showed up ready to, to silence the media, silence the fans, uh, or at least the rowdy fans. Um, and they, they just took care of business. There was no chance uh, Huddersfield was ever going to win this one based on, you know, the first five minutes of the game. Chelsea was just up for it. Flicks everywhere bodying up, uh, covering, pressing. Like, they were just on a different level today. And Chris Lowe, too, man, messing up on that uh, just terrible positioning on that William header. Uh, Malonzo delivering great crosses throughout the game. Yeah. Um, so, okay, yeah, like you said, same. it was TCB for sure. Definitely. Anything else before we wrap this one up? William, man of the match. I agree. William. Get this guy starting. Awesome. Same. Oh, all the way around. I love it. I love it. I love it. Just a quick touch, everybody. Uh, this episode of the Podcast FC show is brought to you by RX Bar. RX Bar is a whole food protein bar uh, made of 100% whole ingredients. They want to be transparent with their customers, which is you and us, uh, which is why they label their core ingredients right on the package. They don't mess around. They don't lie to you. So they got egg whites, dates, nuts. My favorite is the peanut butter. It's uh, uh, who's all, Tom's holding one up now. Peanut butter is really nice. It's uh, three egg whites, 14 peanuts, two dates, and absolutely no BS. No BS. Beyond the go-to snack that checks off a number of nutritional boxes, um, you can have this thing on the way to work, on the way to the gym, after practice, any time of the day in your, in your little cubicle. It's kind of a meal replacer because it sticks to your insides. If you, the one I like, the peanut butter, it, uh, it really just coats. It's like peanut butter. It coats the insides of your stomach, keeps you uh, full for a few hours. Um, and they find that creating a bar made of real whole food ingredients actually tastes better than anything out there. They don't need fillers, the additives, the chemicals, or the added sugar. I mean, Huss, what's your favorite? You like, you like these things, right? 
Well, I was actually just thinking about them. These are great to keep in your car for, you know, if you're going out the night before, maybe the next, if you're staying over someone's house, you know, if you meet somebody at the bar, you stay over the next morning, they're great to have in the, the glove box because look, you might be a little hungover. Uh, just get a water, get a little hydrated, get that energy back. Uh, it's compact. They actually, I really do like them. Um, which one do I, I think I like the, the, the peanut butter as well. There was a few other ones that were, oh, uh, Mixed Berry was good. Weren't you just holding up Mixed Berry, Tom? Yep, Mixed yeah. Berry. Mixed Berry is my favorite. So, that was pretty good. We, we need to get more of those. So if you're interested in RX Bar, for 25% off your first order, visit rxbar.com slash podcastfc and enter promo code uh, podcastfc at checkout. All right, so that's rxbar.com slash podcastfc, promo code podcastfc at checkout, Okay. And uh, if you guys are more curious, you can go on fist, uh, Instagram, www.instagram.com slash rxbar. Same for Facebook, facebook.com slash rxbar. Twitter, twitter.com slash rxbar. Check it out. Great snack. Good for you. And no BS. Love it. Booyah. Favorite snacks. Let's get into it. Crystal Palace getting it done at Selhurst Park. 2-1 against Watford. 10-man Watford. Boy, oh boy, what a comeback. Two goals in the dying three to five. We're staying up. We're staying up. Eagles are flying, baby. <laughs> I believe I can fly. <laughs> I believe I can touch the sky. Baby, out of the relegation zone. First time this season. <laughs> Eagles flying high. Granted, they played a game more than the other uh, teams in the relegation zone. But sitting in 17th place. Quick stat for you. All right. They have 14 points right now. Ten of those points have come in the last six games. All right. Why? They're undefeated in the last six. Hmm. Roy Hodgson, baby. Roy Hodgson. It would be more nah. points if Benteke wasn't so cowish. Okay? It'd be nah, more points. Nah, Brad. Nothing to do with Roy Hodgson. This is all about Wilfred Zaha. Okay? Absolutely. Willie Zaha is the main man. He's ready. Okay? He's ready for the next level. And for me, the next level for him is a top seven, anywhere from seven and above. Don't Our I self? think he's ready for the top six? Liverpool? Let's check the EPL no standings. Um I don't think he's quite ready for, for, for that level yet. See a little bit more consistently. And if he's at an Everton, I think Everton will be perfect for him. He could be the main man there. He could Dude, definitely reunite, reunite, reunite with Pelasi. Reun- yeah, re- reunion, baby. Get those boys back on the wings. Bro, he's such a problem, man. Like from his one-on-one dribbling, creating opportunities. He's trying to go at Jan Matt, um, who managed to get himself a goal too. But I think the biggest... Um, the, the biggest golden rule we witnessed in this game was Troy Deeney, Richardson putting a perfect cross on the ground wow. to him. Maybe Scott Dan threw him off, but it was a sitter. Troy Deeney was not able to finish. This is what happens, boys and girls. You end up losing the game. Yeah, man. If you're not grateful to the soccer gods for the opportunities you're granted, man, they make you pay. You're wasteful early in the game. Odds are late in the game when you need that bit of luck, you're not going to get it. That cross the to MacArthur from Zaha to win the game was touched by a, mm. Watf- uh, by a Watford defender. And it went, the ball wasn't going to a play. The defenders were going to be able to clear it out because, you know, it wasn't an accurate ball. It was more hopeful, like break down the line. Destiny. And, and it was destiny. Destiny. It was destiny. It was the gods. Watford guy touches it straight to MacArthur. MacArthur kind of scuffs it. But at the same time, that scuff is perfect because it spins away from the goalie. Beautiful goal, man. Absolute hustle. And then Sako as well to tie the game. Gets two Sucker's bites nice at man. it in the 18th, in the five. <laughs> bro, it, this was, at it. This isn't like that, what, 83rd bro. minute? They yeah. went down. Yeah, bro, it was crazy. 89th. They yeah, scored in the 89th, 80, they ended in 92nd. Yeah, it was one minute apart. 
this this killed me because just fantasy wise, I had um, Mariapa in my back line. I was like, oh, here we go, one nothing. We're looking pretty good. Gonna get the six points uh, with that Yan Matt goal. I swear to God, I don't even think about Yan Matt when Yan Matt does something. All I think about is Al because he, <laughs> he loves that's his boy. <laughs> Like honestly, when he when I saw it, I didn't even like picture like him scoring. I pictured Al. I was like, I almost texted Al, your boy. But I mean, when it comes down to it, Troy Deeney. I mean, you're you're the heart and soul of this team. You got to put that type of thing in. You got to put that ball in. Yeah. And um, you know what, Cleverly, Dude, you- that's a dumb play by Cleverly. You got you got a yellow card already. Why are you going in like that? Come on, be be a captain. Well, not be a captain, but be a leader. Did you, bro? Did you see that raw miss? He's top of the box. Classic Man United quality. Just shakes. <laughs> just misses the ball completely. That forces him into slowing down the counterattack and getting the yellow card. Yeah, it was a deserved yellow. Man, deserved second yellow straight up. Uh, it, you see those tackles happen all the time, man. If, you, if he doesn't make that tackle, who knows? I mean, Zaha's off to the races. Itege sprinting. MacArthur. It was, it, was a, it was a break-in, you know? So, yeah, that... That card probably wasn't necessary, or that tackle, I want to say, wasn't necessary. But yeah, he, he what did about what that he shank, though. Man, that was skulls. Yeah. Skulls. That's what he's seeing in his head, man. <laughs> Playing with skulls, top of the box, baby. <laughs> but uh, it's funny for Yen, Matt, dude. Scores in the third minute, flying high, r- rampaging. Also, actually, great, great tactics by uh, Watford, man. Flying full backs up the field. He had no business being there, but you show him uh, Marco Silva's, um, uh, you know, mentality in the game. But then the rest of the game, we got got roasted by Zaha. So I don't know if it was worth it, man. Just got dusted, <laughs> dusted. That goal kind of for nothing. But yeah, Willie Zaha, man, this is his team. Yeah, this and is uh, the boys. Martino Kiko goes off uh, injured. Comes on, gets broken by Zaha. Well, not quite broken, but kind of didn't help uh, Jamet on the cover. Jamet um, and leaves the field like it was like the you know two minutes left to play. He runs off the pitch and goes straight to the locker room, doesn't, you know, give medical attention, just taps out. And that was kind of weird, that, that sort of defeatist look, you know, just mm. the guy walking off by himself. And I like that guy, too. The mission. Yeah, he's nice, man. He's nice. I think he doesn't like Watford too much. <laughs> you know who else is nice? Who else? Julian Speroni, a 38-year-old, 400th game for CP. I'm clapping for this guy. I don't care. You guys don't have to clap. 400 games for one club. Ah, dude, Love that's it. badass. That's, that's and he got a win. That's He's respectful. on my bench for fantasy. But you know what? If we're going to throw shout-outs, we got to throw shout-out to Rakalison. Again, you know what? He should have had two assists. He was the one that gave, gave that ball to Dini. He's just doing work. And then one more thing. Scale 1 to 10, what do you think the chances are that Zaha leaves in January? Zero. Uh, to none. One. To none. Cool. One out, one out of what? <laughs> I, don't of, I don't know if someone's going to bite. Scale out, scale out of 1 to 10. right? Yeah. Are you, gonna bite, are you going to bite your own sandwich, Huss? <laughs> no, I mean I was only thinking like maybe I was thinking like a, like a four. Oh, so you can't so catch fish with garbage. The house not going anywhere. No one's biting that bait. No way. Never know. <laughs> Never know who's going to get injured in the next week or two. Uh, then on the other side, Burnley versus Stoke. Burnley, my clean sheet tactic. I had three Burnley players across the back line. They get a clean sheet, one nothing against Stoke. But unfortunately, Ward has to leave the game in the 41st minute and Ben Mee still out injured. But somehow this team with a patchwork backline continues to get clean sheets. And best news is top four for these guys. This is crazy. Burnley Burnley top four? Oh? Burnley are top four, man. 
I know, man. That's absolutely insane. Yeah, okay, they've played one more game than Liverpool and Arsenal. Uh, but they can live the dream. Why not yeah. live the dream, man? Dude, and, and, and I think with Leicester having set that example of, guys, if you keep your head down, weird things can happen in the EPL. I'm not sitting here saying Burnley's going to be, you know, in the, in the Champions League next year. But they could play spoiler for a lot of clubs. You know, they could take a result from Liverpool and Arsenal when they crucially need it um, and rescue Tottenham, you know, vice versa. So the fact that they're in that neighborhood of top four is very scary for, for the teams around that neighborhood. Because you just, you Sean Dyke believe, is the so. truth. Sean Dyke is the truth. Defensive, defense wins championships. Let's go, Sean Dyke. Get up the table, son. <laughs> well, I'm not, sure if, he, yeah, I'm not sure if he's actually the truth. I mean, he's doing really well with this team, but what? I'm, I'm not – when it comes down to it, if he leaves for a top six team, yes, I know they're in fourth at the moment. But I mean, I'm talking about year in, year out. You know who they are. If he leaves for a big name team, does he do just as well with different types of personalities on the team? I think it depends on the team. Man. So, if, it's, if it's an attacking team historically, then no. You know, I think it will be like that Moyes thing coming to United where Moyes was trying to adjust his tactics to opponents, not necessarily set the tone like a Pep Guardiola would or Klopp would. Um, so... Haza, I get your point. It's, it's, it's super – like, he wouldn't fit in at Arsenal, you know, because that's that free flow and he plays more organized. But he could maybe come in at Tottenham if Mauricio Pochettino decides to go to Spain or wherever he decides to go. He could fit in just nicely at Tottenham. Very organized, have some flair players in there as well. Uh, work. I don't think he's ready for that life. No, no, he's not ready. Think. What I'm saying is his style, though. We're just talking styles. He's not ready for that life. Burnley, it's, it's only 17 games into the this, into this season. This is – you know, I don't think his style matches up with any of the top six teams. All those teams are ball-dominant, possession-attacking teams. Just, just my thought on it, man. He seems like more of like uh, Tony Polis. Damon Moore is like you're saying, Tony Polis, be order, be structured, and think, go from there. I think he's like that because of his team, man. What's he going to play, the Pep Guardiola style with Tarkowski and Ben Mee? No, but look at Marco Silva, right? He has way more of a look at Watford and how they play. You know, they're not sit back, defend, structure, and go forward. And, they, okay, Watford may have a few more attacking players, but he wants to play an attacking style. That's his coaching philosophy. I think Deitch's philosophy, and I don't know for sure, but it seems to be along the lines of a Tony Pulis, along the lines of, you know, just like even Ranieri, where he will attack. But the first things first, be organized. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And other side, Stoke City, man. Uh, their fans are kind of having it with Mark Hughes. They're only in 15th, but not far from the relegation zone. I mean, it's only three points. I like Mark Hughes. I like what he's doing at Stoke City. They had a good couple seasons in recent history, man, but kind of a turn for the worst in the last couple of months or so. Um, I hope he sticks it that out. That seat's getting hot. That seat I don't want to see this guy now. go. It is. It is. Took off Shakiri, got booed by the fans. And he's got a strong squad, though. The struggle does come together here and there. And you get Hesse back on the field. My fancy Hussey? points. You say Hussey? No. <laughs> Close, though. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I think he's the next one to get fired, man. Mark Hughes. Just keep an eye out for that. No way. Paul Clement. Later. Damn, yeah. Clement has to go. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, Stokes on the slide, man. Stokes on the slide. Five years to make something happen. And it looks like uh, Arnautovic was that linchpin, man. As soon as he left. Stoke is now buckling. So we'll see what happens to them. Um, but yeah, man, like we said, Burnley top four, absolutely crazy run for them. And they seem like 
their feet are on the ground. They're losing defenders left and right, though. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes for the third-ranked best defense in the Premier League. For Stoke, I'm I'm really surprised that Affle doesn't play more. Uh, when it comes down to it. Uh, he he's on the bench, and when it comes down to it, he he was he was he's a flair player. He's a creative player. He's someone that can make something happen. True, yeah, he's not the best player, but that's also why he's on Stoke at the moment. Um, I, I think he needs to get on the field. He's almost in the situation that Morales was in Everton, I believe. They struggled to get on the field, but when he gets on the field, something always seems to come of it. Yeah, it's not a bad shout, Huss. It's not a bad shout. I just think he – that's a great um, parallel right there. I think both those players, Morales and um, Afalai, they're in limbo right now. They're just a little bit in limbo. Unfortunate for them. All right, that wraps it up for the Premier League coverage. Uh, seven more games coming uh, tomorrow, next match day. So we'll be covering those as well. But before we go, I wanted to touch on the Champions League round of 16 draw. Games happening. In February 2018, but it was a hell of a draw, Tom. Champions League draw. Why am I holding up an Arsenal ball? I don't know. They're not in um, it. They're not in it. <laughs> <laughs> Set myself up. Hey, look, man. There's a lot of juicy matchups in this. Okay, so we're just gonna go through the matchups quickly. Um, get the boys. Just, just from your heart, what do you think? Off top, who do you think is gonna win and advance to the next round? So the first one is Juventus against Tottenham. Here, this is. New school versus old school, EPL versus Syria. Um, who do you guys got going through to the next round? Got to be Spurs. They beat Real Madrid. They tied Real Madrid. This team is no joke when it comes to Europe. Juve, I think they've had their moment in the sun. Time to let that cow go to pasture, you know. And I think Spurs is the mm-hmm. better squad in this one. But you never know. League, they suck in the league right now. But I think they're going to focus on Europe for this season. Huss. Okay. Uh, oh, that's a tough one. But – Look, if Tottenham can do what they're doing with uh, Ali not doing much right now, Deli Ali hasn't been doing much. Harry Kane has been off and on at the moment. Uh, I think, I think Tiki was talking about Cara uh, spotted out. They haven't really done much since that win against Real Madrid. They went on a huge losing streak. I think if they can find their form near the end of the winter schedule, I think they have a really good shot of beating Juventus for the fact that also Juventus isn't even the top team in Italy at the moment. So what does that mean though? They're not the dominant team that we've seen in the past because look, they're in third, yeah. uh, before there'd be, there'd be years that Juventus would be up 10, 15 points by now. Yeah. They'd be so, like man city of this year. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. But, but don't forget Chelsea won the champions league from sixth place, you know, or seventh place that year, you know? So it's, it's the squad more than the, the league table position in my book. Yeah, and when it comes down to it, I think Benucci's transfer hurt Juventus more than it helped AC Milan. So uh, I think they're, they're still trying to kind of like refine themselves almost. So well, I think so Tottenham has Spurs a- going through. You know what? Take- yeah, I'm going Spurs. Yeah, for now I got Spurs, man. Um, it's hard to say there's games in another two months if Harry Kane goes down over this Christmas break, uh, if Lamella starts to play well, if Juventus goes on a run. As of today, I'll say Spurs because Spurs tends to be more attacking. They, they, they're playing up as well uh, for the Champions League considering Man City's basically wrapped this one up. Um, so I think they'll be focusing intently on that. And they've killed it in the Champions League. They finished above Real Madrid. Yeah, man. I'm, I, you know what? I'm, I'm with gonna, all you guys. EPL bias over here. Spurs goes through for me as well. I'm actually cool. going to take it back a little bit because it all depends whether when Toby comes back. Cool. Next, Next game. Fair. 
FC Basel versus Manchester City. I mean, do we even need to? No, no, no. FC, uh, FC Basel. Or a goal in any of the legs? Yes. yes. One. Yes, they do. Okay. Let's go one. All right. So we'll give a little bit of respect. They, got, they, they scored at home for sure. Cool. All right. Next one. Uh, next one, FC Porto versus Liverpool. Porto. Hey, All the way. Shippool. Clean sheets from Fleet. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, uh, this, is, this isn't as easy as people think, but I do believe Liverpool will be going through. It, all, it, really, it really depends on the EPL schedule. I know that sounds redundant because so many managers bring that up, but it's, it, injuries are so, so prone to happen during the winter schedule that if Liverpool can find themselves – not injury free, but mostly injury free during the winter. Then they have, they should be going through. It also depends if Klopp feels like playing the Fab Four, or if he's going to rest them for no particular reason. He'll rest them, and he'll start Slavon and Lovren fight each other. Relax. I got FC Porto going through, um, and wow, I think it's going to go. No, nah, man, I think it's just got. It's, it's again, it's the defense. I don't trust the defense. The attack, I do. And you trust Porto's um, but... defense to. to... <laughs> No, but I tell you what, I I I think they may outscore them. I think they they may outscore Liverpool. Well, they have to do oh, that bro. to win. <laughs> I mean, if they don't outscore you, they can win. <laughs> All right, next game. All right, jokester. Um, we got Real Madrid versus PSG in the Neymar setup right here, man. They, they set my guy up, man. Like he could have won the the Champions League in his first year. Of course, he gets the 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 champions in Real Madrid. I got PSG in this one. Only because, only because they're hungry, man. There's a rift developing between Cristiano Ronaldo and Sergio Ramos, which leads me to believe that this may be Cristiano Ronaldo's last year at Real Madrid. Um, the what standards a- are super high. He's not doing well in La Liga. And yes, he can bring up Champions League, but La Liga is 38 games. Champions League is, I think, what, 16 if you win? No, not even. Eight games. Uh, yeah, 16 if you win all of them, if I'm not mistaken. So... If he's not doing well in the league, I don't think Champions League success is going to be enough to keep him there getting booed, you know, every weekend when he's not playing well. What so about the rift between Neymar and Cavani? Nothing. I don't know about Ambex. that rift. I don't know about that rift. Uh, I, I know early in the season there was a rift. Uh, since then, I haven't seen anything unless I missed something in the news, Tom. No doubt. No, no, man. There's, there's been, you know, PK decisions. Who takes the PK? I take it. No, I'm that taking it. That was early, it. though, right? That, that hasn't that was been. was like two months ago. Year. Yeah, it's was... happened again, though. It's it's happened again a little bit. Um, so we'll we'll see. But I go ahead. Who who's up next? Hus, who you got going through? So you know what? As much as you say that uh, people are setting up PSG to lose, I think it's the other way around. I think that they're setting PSG up to win. I'm going with PSG because if PSG wins, I do think Cristiano does have a shot to not come back to Real Madrid, and that transfer of Neymar going over to Real becomes the biggest story of the summer. Great job. I got real I got Real Madrid winning this one. Um just Thank based you. on their based on their pedigree and their their continued success in this in this competition despite the loss to Spurs. I think they have it in them as long as, you know, barring major injuries to the back line. They, they need that back line fully fit if they're going to make it against Paris cuz they have they have Mbappé, Cavani, Mbappé, um, Mbappé. Um, Neymar. Mbappé. So I I got Madrid I got the boys coming through in the end. Yeah, I'm with Al on this one. You guys are bugging. I mean, it's just too much. The midfield's too much. The defense too much. Attack is too much. Madrid. Too much? Even way, though, Tottenham even though legs. I had, was it too much with Tottenham both legs? <laughs> nah, they're figuring it out. Man. They will they're figuring it out. That was in PSG. 
Yeah, there's yeah. cracks. You're not dealing with Neymar and Mbappe. There's cracks there. I don't think PSG is going to walk away with it, but I think PSG will edge them out, especially because they're starving for that. That's why Neymar is there, hungry for that tournament. Especially with Real Madrid having the wingbacks going up so far. Oh, you have Mbappe and Neymar on the outside. Oh, okay. If they can get it over the top to those guys, it's going to be break. Kurzawa has been made to look like a fraud at times, too, on PSG. So, hey, you want to compare left-backs? I'll, I'll pick Marcelo over Cruzado. It's going to be a hell of a game. Next one. Next game. Another setup here. Chelsea versus Barcelona. Rewind back to the Andres Iniesta at Stamford Bridge. Ping with the left <laughs> foot up a 90 against Petr Cech. These two teams have some history within the Champions League. But as far as the PFC show goes, who do you guys think will be? Dude, Messi, never scored against, Messi never scored against Chelsea still in his career. Um, Chelsea have Barcelona's number in this competition. One of the few teams that actually has managed to beat them multiple times uh, in the past. It's going to be tough. Um, I got Barcelona, man. Too strong. Too strong. Chelsea, too defensive. Getting it rolled over. That's is this it. me? Yep. Uh, this, is, this is an interesting matchup because this is career-defining for Eden Hazard. Um, oh, because it. when it comes down to it, Chelsea has to beat Barcelona right now for Eden Hazard to be considered top 10 in the world uh, because this is, no doubt, Hazard's team. Yes, Fabregas is in the middle. you got Marata going on in there. you got uh, Courtois in the back. you got Cahill and David Luiz. Uh-huh. You have all those guys. So Hazard – sorry to cut you off, mate. So Hazard has to – well, Chelsea has to beat Barca for Hazard's individual talent to be yes. solidified? Yes. To be to – be, one of the best in the world, and not not yeah, just top ten right but, now. But, no, no, but, I'm, but I'm talking <laughs> about even Ballon d'Or, any of these top top trophies. He will not even be even sniffed at if he cannot beat Barcelona <laughs> right now. All right, let's let's agree to disagree for the sake of moving on. Uh, I like to this get... angle of Hazard. Um, this is a statement game for Chelsea. This Chelsea group, I think this Chelsea group is held together by very very thin. Than glue um, and getting crashed out of the Champions League, I think, is going to be a trigger for guys like Willian to start looking around, for Shuai looking around, um, and even Hazard looking around. So, if they lose to Barcelona, respectively, you know, maybe two, two uh, goal differential uh, aggregate, mm. then okay, maybe they can hold this together. But if Barca comes in and outclasses them, it becomes four or five. Uh, deficit, then I think I think Chelsea's a team that's going to fall apart. That said, I think this is all they're playing for. Like we said with Tottenham, like we're going to say, I'm going to say with United, everyone else, I think they're playing for the Champions League. So I think Conti, when it comes down to it, he's a tactician in a two-leg game. Brilliant at that. And Barcelona's not the strongest Barca we've seen, so I got Chelsea going through. Could wow. Be, you know, but they're still, they're still destroying like La Liga. They're still destroying La Liga. Yeah, that doesn't mean you know, anything. This team is, they're not the strongest, but they're performing, you know? Yeah, but Real Madrid's not destroying La Liga, but they're doing well in Champions. Like, it's, it's, it's a two-legged we'll two hey, tournament. I'd love to see Barca CR7 go down, man. I, well. I hate Barca. I'd love to see him go down. I, I will say, though, that uh, this will be a close draw, a close tie, I think. Um, N'Golo Kante will be an X factor in how N'Golo. he breaks up play amongst the Barcelona yeah, midfield. Man. And uh, Morata as well will be key. And then Messi, Al mentioned Messi never scored against Chelsea. Um, he had also never scored against Gianluigi Buffon. And he managed to put Last two season, past yeah. them. So 
don't don't hold on to that type of history. Yeah, those things. Mean oh, was that this season? Or was that that was last year? The group stage. Yep. You know, uh, I, right. I love the the fact that you brought up Conti for the, because last year we talked about how uh, he was with Leicester, he was with Chelsea, won EPL titles back to back, play of the year, and the one thing that we always had, the one question we always had was how is he going to do in Champions League? Well, we're going to find out. That's right. That's right. Next game, Bayern Munich versus Besiktas. I mean, this is another one that appears to be a TCB. Will Besiktas even get a goal? I respect Besiktas. Love what they did first time into the knockout stage in the club's history of the Champions League. Sorry, guys. Off you go. Off you go. Terrible draw. Should have got Porto or someone a roll of the dice, but nah, man. This is TCB Barca. For sure. I mean, sorry, TCB Bayern. Huss? I don't know if it's TCB. You know what? I kind of want to roll the dice on this one. You know what? Yeah. Bayern out. Besiktas in. Yeah, right. That's clickbait right there. That's what that is. (laughs) Silliness. He's trolling. I don't know. I mean, Bayern have you ever thought they were. We never thought they were going to top the group. Stop it. Dog, you trolling. <laughs> I mean, this is Yep Hank's second time or uh, third time at the club. I mean, he led them to the treble last time he was there. He knows how to win this competition in recent memory. Um, and it's mainly the same squad minus a couple of players. I think Bayern, yeah, no, no chance. I mean, there might be a chance, but no problem is what I mean to say. No problem for Bayern. I mean, we got, we got, we got uh, Pepe. We got Charisma. Come on now. All right, moving on. Grado, we got some, we got some plays over there. The last of the EPL teams to discuss: Sevilla Man, versus United. Manchester United. United. How we look at that cheesy ass smile on Tagalog's face right there. This is so cheesy. Man, this is a tricky draw. I think this is the trickiest draw of the next round. Um, Sevilla team with habit with a habit of upsetting teams. I think we should beat them. We beat them. Uh, I think in the Europa. Um, Liverpool did. Did they? <laughs> no, they didn't. Uh, nope. So we have a um, habit of choking in the Champions League, though. They ball in Europa. Look, but a team that chokes over and over again, one day is going to stop choking. You know, and you just hope you're not the team to upset him. It's like that kid who gets bullied and bullied and bullied. One day, he's going to punch back, you know, and you nah. hope you're not that dude who gets punched back. So, yeah, but Spurs will always choke. But keep going. Um, so, yeah, I think I think it should be United, assuming Pogba is not getting silly red cards, assuming there are no major injuries, everyone's healthy. It'll be a tough, tight, tight, tight uh, two-leg game, but I think United will edge them out. All these assumptions, Huss? Look, United, Sevilla, and Liverpool-Porto, those, those are the two draws that, are the, the, that bring the most questions. Uh, Liverpool obviously didn't beat Sevilla in Europa, um, yeah, ha, ha, ha. but when it came down to the group stage, <laughs> when it came down to the group stage, Liverpool should be in Sevilla both times by should many, have? many, by many, many goals. The thing is that well, Man United, United beat them. But what I'm saying is, is that Liverpool has an offense that can get out in front of you really quick. United has to do that against Sevilla because if Sevilla can find their feet before United can um, grab a goal or two, Sevilla has a very good chance to upsetting United. Yeah, they got character, man. They're, they're, not, they're not afraid to fight back. Um, I'm not – I mean, I'm not afraid of Sevilla, but I'm not going to take them lightly. But I got my boys going through. Let's go Reds. Yeah, I got Man United going through. I think the Sevilla boys will be a little bit too starstruck by the likes of Ibrahimovic, Pogba, and all the, the cast. 
Last game so. here. Last game. Very interesting one. I think this is the most difficult one to predict. Wild Shakhtar, Shakhtar Donetsk, that's right, versus Roma. A.S. Roma. Who Shakhtar. goes through? This is a great man. matchup, man. This is a great, great matchup. matchup. Roma goes through. Plain and simple, Roma goes through. I think it's, it's one of those matchups where if it was an English team, we'd be like, okay, this is a tight matchup. It's a similar matchup to Manchester United-Sevilla or Liverpool-Porto in that these two teams are somewhat – not evenly matched, but are in the same neighborhood as far as Champions League performances of late. But AS Roma, man, when it comes down to it, these guys have been there, done that, you know, um, are the more pedigreed of the teams, whereas Shakhtar, I think, is more of a dark horse team. I see Roma Shakhtar's going. always in the Champions League, though. Automatic. It's all those Brazilians, bro. And right now they got Bernard, who's doing it, doing a big uh, one more season like this. He's going to go off to Italy or wherever he wants, maybe China, like Teixeira did a few years China? ago. But, but uh, yeah, man, AS Roma, I think, just has the class to get through this one. Won't be easy. You know, no disrespect to Shakhtar, but I got AS Roma. I think everyone knows my love for Shakhtar because they get Brazil- fast, fast players and Brazilians who have flair. So love watching them. But I think they snuck through the group. So Roma – they're going to sneak through. And real quick, to touch back on uh, what you said about Lukaku and Pogba and how Sevilla is going to be starstruck, that's asinine. They, they are a top six team in La Liga. They play with Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi and Neymar when he was there, Iniesta, Cruz, all those guys. So they're not going to be starstruck at all. Okay. Um, I, I got Shakhtar. I got the Shakhtar. Uh, I got them going through. I mean, this is going to be a great nonpartisan match to watch for everybody. I mean, just to see who comes through. Uh, all eyes gonna be off this fixture too, but I just want to go back real quick, not to backpedal, uh, to Besiktas and uh, Vincent Abu Bakar. Might be a problem for Bayern. Uh, he's got 12 goals in the league so far this season, 19 all in all comps. Uh, he's in fine goal scoring form. Uh, I'd like to see him trouble, trouble. Uh, those, those, those are the wrong stats. Bucks I'm sorry. Uber. And this <laughs> is why we don't go back. Bad stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I know. No, the stats are from uh, last season, man. What, what I will say, though, about this Roma Shakhtar Donetsk um, fixture, I think it's going to be a close one. I think Perotti um, is going to show that he, he truly is class. I think that's a guy who's ready to step up to the next level. Um, and I do think it will be close. I see Roma going through on PKs. Wow. Cool. I hope he does because I'm selling like four of his cards on FIFA Ultimate Team right now, and hopefully someone buys them. He's a problem. <laughs> All right, well, um, if you guys want to get any other updates about Huss's FIFA Ultimate Team, hit him up um, on Facebook. <laughs> um, but no, nah, all jokes aside, we appreciate you guys um, liking our stuff, loving the content, and please continue to support us through iTunes, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and yeah. Cool, guys. Out. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Later. Deuce, deuce.